0: Hi Carrie, this is Natasha in Northern California. I wanted to call and thank you. I received my package of books. I'm so excited to read them and I love the pop-up book. It is fabulous. So I wanted to thank you so much for your book giveaways and I I really enjoy listening to your podcast and plan to continue to listen to it. So thank you again so much and take care. Bye-bye.
1: Welcome to Words to Mouth, an author interview talk show where readers meet authors beyond the printed page and win free books. I'm your host, Carrie, and I produce this show to introduce you to new and seasoned authors and the books they write. This show is a companion to my blog website at wordstomouth.com, so please be sure to check that out after the show. Today, I'm speaking with New York Times bestselling author, Carla Neggers, about her newest novel, Cold Pursuit. Welcome, Carla. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome, and you said you, said you were recovering from... the Ice storm up there?
0: Yes, it's been a massive ice storm. We're on the northwest edge of it, and we got we got hit. We really did. It's um, lots of trees down, um, power outages everywhere we go. It's just it's been quite an adventure.
1: Oh, so you, you have to stay inside today? That's for sure.
0: So yeah, we have snow
1: today, and it's
0: it's kind of fun. I wrote Cold Pursuit um, around this time of year last winter, and I'm looking out my window and I can see the snow and realize that's a great way to do research. Just look out your window, right?
1: That's nice, yeah. You don't have to go anywhere. So you've written you've written over fifty books with ten New York Times bestsellers, correct? Pretty much,
0: yeah. That that's that's a good ballpark. You
1: probably lost lost count by now, <laughs> but um, I do want to hear about your writing history. But I wanted to um talk a little bit first about Cold Pursuit. It's the first in your new romantic suspense series, correct?
0: Yes. Okay. Um, it's uh, Cold Pursuit is set in Vermont, in a fictional town in Vermont. I kind of took different places I know. Um, your know, your listeners may not know, but I do live in Vermont, so um, it was you know it's fun to set a book. Um, near where I live and it's romantic suspense and I've got uh, a lot going on in the story.
1: Yeah, I had uh, taken a peek on your website and had seen the pictures there and I wasn't sure at that time if you actually lived there or if you had just done some research there, but thats it's beautiful.
0: It's a beautiful place to be and what I get at in Cold Pursuit in a way is the um, contrast of the beauty and the danger. When you think about it, it's set um, around this time of year um, where we have the first snows and people get caught off guard, you know, it's it's so funny. How you mm-hmm. kind of forget. And and um, I have a missing teenager in the mountains in the um, early snows of the of the season, and killers after her, and our our good guys going to try to stop the killers. So it's very exciting, but it is um, um that contrast I think of of. of um, life here in a, in a way, because it is very, very beautiful, and yet at the same time, you have to be careful.
1: Right. Well, can you give us a little bit more detail about the story?
0: Sure. My heroine, Joe Harper, is a Secret Service agent who's um, had an incident at her um, with the Vice President's 16-year-old genius son who plays a prank on her. So she's come home to Black Falls, Vermont. To do some uh, damage control on her career and, and just lay low for a while, let things settle down. And um, she's inherited some old cabins on a lake. And next to her is her old uh, flame, uh, for lack of a better word, um, Elijah Cameron. And he's he's just returned from um, from you know he's a special um, special forces soldier, so he's returned from the army. And she always couldn't wait to get out of Black Falls, and he couldn't wait to come back home. Um, But they were, you know, they had a relationship 15 years ago when they were teenagers. So that sets those two up, and then they get caught up in um, this uh, 18-year-old girl who goes missing in the mountains um, and is the stepdaughter of an ambassador who's just been killed in Washington D.C. I got all these things going on. It's very exciting, <laughs> uh, you know. I hope so, anyway. Um, um, but there's a, there's a lot of energy. The characters, Joe and Elijah, really jumped off the page for me, or jumped onto the page really. As a writer, um, I just I, the story started with them, and and this the idea of this this teenager who's trying to. You know, when you're 18 and you want to be independent and, and make all your own decisions, and yet you're still 18. And, and her stepfather has just been murdered. Um, well, we think he's been murdered. Of course, it turns out he was. We know that. Um, but he's been killed in, um, in Washington under mysterious circumstances, and she just panics and knows something's wrong, something's off, and heads up into the mountains.
1: Yeah, it's um I, I really enjoyed it I have to admit this is the first of your books that I've read and definitely not the last but I like your style you're humorous and then in, you know the next breath you've got my heart beating <laughs> with suspense and so I was really it, the book just kind of takes off from the get-go and uh, one of the things that I that I noticed was you've got some really strong women in your book I mean Joe's Joe goes without saying, and then Nora um, you know go like you said, heading up the mountain by herself, and then you've got melanie, who's just i mean talk about conflicted that girl she yeah. lives a pretty <laughs> double life
0: she's <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty conflicted, but yeah you know because Nora at eighteen I think is um, is an interesting character because she she really is trying to um, to assert herself and, and to make good decisions, and she acts on. Um, instinct as well as her, her knowledge. You know, she really wants, she's taken um, wilderness skills classes. That's an, um, that was um, kind of one of the fun things about writing, writing Cold Pursuit was drawing on my own um, background and hiking and you know, tearing up the mountains here and snowshoes and cross-country skiing. And, and you try to do, you know, you really try to go out there and not do something Stupid, but you know, and you prepare for um, just about everything you can think of, but um, but probably not killers coming after you, so right. that's that's a good part about fiction, you know
1: yeah, well, and aside from the the saucy love scene, um, how much of yourself did you think you put into these characters?
0: you know i I guess I don't really think that way as a writer i um the characters become so real for me. That I'm not thinking of like okay that's a part of me they're their own separate um, creation that I that I yeah made up but mm-hmm. but um, I don't really draw on on specific real people or or myself. Um,
1: and so when you go back and read read your your work you don't ever go oh my gosh I, that that I've stuck some of myself in that person
0: no i really don't um i don't i I guess i just don't think that way um i'm not sure how many writers do but um i I just know that i'm driven so much by by my own imagination and i mean i do like it so joe harper um you know is a fascinating character elijah cameron for me you know as a writer i'm creating these characters Uh, sometimes they could do stuff that i would never do um.
1: <laughs> that's the fun part, right? <laughs>
0: that could that could be fun. Maybe maybe that's the real answer, huh? Uh huh.
1: So, what is your what's your favorite scene in Cold Pursuit?
0: My favorite scene in Cold Pursuit. Well, there's some there's some humorous ones. I do. I, you know, Joe and Elijah tramping up the mountains together, and 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 chasing after each other to try to figure out what's going on um, and trying to do the responsible thing and yet drawn to each other. Mm -hmm. All those different scenes are there. They pop up, you know, and here's this guy. There's a scene, you know what, I was just thinking about this scene um, by the guest house where Nora has been staying, and there's a little pond, and they're looking out at the ducks, and they see each other, and it's a real encounter. Mm -hmm. of. um, It's kind of sexy, but it also has the suspense in it. Right, I, you know, and that—that's what I like about um, writing. What I do is I get to have the best of all worlds. I get a great love story, great suspense plot, um, and then all the, the action and the scenery. You know, the sense of scenery is not quite the right word. The sense of place. I think there's a strong sense of place in Cold Pursuit that um, works with the story itself, with the characters and who they are. I mean, Joe and Elijah. And their families, the Camerons and the Harpers, are in part who they are because of uh, where they, you know, where they live.
1: Yeah, the whole the whole thing just there's a um, it all adds to that sense of tension in so many different in so many different ways. Um, listeners, Carla has offered us a free copy of cold pursuit for our giveaway contest. So be sure to visit wordstomouth.com and leave a comment under this interview, or you can call 206-309-7318 and leave a voicemail message and you'll be entered to win. You must be subscribed to my e-newsletter to find out who the winner is. So be sure to check that out on the website. Okay, Carla, now let's hear a little bit about a little bit more about you. What would you tell people about you if you wanted them to get to know you as quickly as possible? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I'm a writer. That's <laughs> a trick. And, um, usually when I say I'm a writer, people say, okay, uh, well, what have you written? So yes, I've written um, you know, a number of books, but I grew up yeah. in New England. I'm from, I've lived in the Northeast my whole life, but um, I come from a big family. I have six brothers and sisters. and. My father was a Dutch immigrant, and my mother is from uh, northern Florida, so we have a diverse background, although I've lived in the Northeast all my life, and I think that comes through in, in, the, in the books that I write, too. And I'm married to a Tennessean. Ah. Yeah, isn't that fun? Where did, you, yeah. where,
1: did you, where did you meet him?
0: Uh, Boston University. We were both students there.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, so that's a long-time love affair. That's nice.
0: Yeah, we've been together for a while and we have two children. So, um, that's kind of me in a nutshell. And I do love um hiking and kayaking and going to the city and traveling, so I, I have a lot of a lot of interests, which also makes being a writer, you know, the perfect job because I can I can indulge all my different interests.
1: So with all the all the things that you have going on, how do you stay grounded? Well,
0: it helps to have a strong family, definitely, and um, and good friends, because um, you know any 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 job I think requires a certain effort, a certain dedication. Um, whatever whatever we're doing in life, um, you
1: know.
0: And as a writer, I know different, so it does help to have a you know, family and friends for sure. Yeah,
1: definitely. So, and I did see along with the hiking and kayaking that you you're into karate. <laughs> so how how far along are you with that? Um, well, I'm on hiatus. I, I, okay.
0: um, I had a bit of an injury and I said, you know what? I really can't type if I'm sitting here, you know, in a cast or something. So um, so I took a break, and, but I have three years, I think, of karate, so I've, I've made some good progress. I've learned a lot, from, and it's a lot of fun. Great exercise. And what I didn't know when I started out was just that you can start up at any time. One of my role models in the class is a woman who's inner, in her 70s and didn't take up karate until she was in her 60s so wow. I mean, I, yeah and a black belt.
1: black belt Wow that's awesome I love Isn't that, that because awesome? It is awesome because, um, you know, they do say that karate helps you form discipline, and that's something that I think I need. So that's probably yeah. a, good, a good thing for writers to to um, hone in on.
0: Yeah, it's great discipline. It gets you away from the computer. You know, yeah. All those good things.
1: That's always good. Right. Well, and you don't have to answer this question, but I'd I like to ask my authors if, if you would be willing to tell us about maybe one of your most difficult life lessons or struggles and what you've learned from it.
0: Oh, uh, you know, I certainly have had them. Um, I mean, um, I can remember a time when a day we were uh, celebrating our wedding anniversary and were involved in a uh, fatal car accident.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, that was a moment where I really focused, refocused on just what was important in life and you focus on the quality of your life, the quality of your work, and everything else falls into place. hmm you know it's best you can you just don't have you know it's a recognition of what you have control over and what you don't. Right. And and that's that was that was uh definitely a, a moment.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay, let's change it up a little bit and have some fun. Who's your biggest fan? Who's my biggest fan? Your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> my husband. Okay, <laughs> that's a good answer. Good answer. <laughs> oh, that's a good
0: question I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. You know, I love to uh hear from readers. I, you know, have a website so it's now every author has a website. So you can you can get to us pretty pretty quickly and easily, and it's so so much fun to hear from readers when they've read a book and like a book or they have a question. Um, I mean, it's just, it's it's really exciting. I love it. And it's so easy, you know, you just type up a little note these days and off it goes. I know, it's
1: wonderful. Yeah, every beautiful. now and then I get, um,
0: you know, still get handwritten letters, and th- those are really great, too.
1: Those do seem awful. I don't know. They, I, I never throw handwritten notes away anymore because <laughs> nowadays it's so much easier just to pop an email. So I, mean, I know. And then
0: up. the emails come and it's like, oh, should
1: I print it out? Should I save it forever? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I do really enjoy your website. I think I really encourage uh, the listeners to go check it out. A, a lot of authors now are calling into book clubs and doing some, um, some of that. Do you get involved with that at all?
0: I started that, I did my first one this summer with a group down in Texas, and they were fantastic. You know, they they had dessert in this book club, and I thought, oh, that, that it just sounded like such fun. I, I don't belong to one myself, but I thought, what a great thing. They get together, I think theirs was once a month, and they read a wide variety of books, and we chatted on the phone, and and then they went and had dessert and talked about books.
1: I bet that was a kick for them. I know that, that uh, readers enjoy that. Since you mentioned your website, you have a contest going on there as well. Do you want to tell us about that?
0: Sure. I do a monthly contest and give away at least a signed copy of a a book and sometimes more. Um, When I had Cold Pursuit, um, I've just got the signed copy up because I've just been really busy here and I I haven't gotten my act together to give out more, but I had a book out called The Angel, which is part of another series. I have two series, Cold Pursuit starts this Black Fall series, it's the first one, and then another one is started with The Widow, which is out in paperback now, and then The Angel, which came out in hardcover in the spring, and this past spring, and the paperback comes out um, in June, and the third book in that series called The Mist, and so I um, did a contest with some Irish stuff, because it's, it's set in Boston, Ireland, and Maine, the series is, so... Um. So that was really fun to do.
1: Yeah, so so listeners, you know, check out the one on Words to Mouth, and if you don't win that one, make sure you go over to, um, or, you know, actually hit both of them at the same time. <laughs> there you net. go. There you go. <laughs> so how many books are going to be in this in this series? Well, I have at least
0: three more in the works. Okay, sure. <laughs> great. But it's an, I think it's an open-ended series. You know, Cold Pursuit, as you know, since you've read it, has some, has there's this network of of assassins, which we find out pretty early on, so I'm not giving too much away. And and that we pick up some threads of that for uh the next book which is called Cold River and comes out next November.
1: Oh, okay, good. Now, I suspect you have a long list. Every time I talk to authors, they have a multiple number of authors that they like, but if you had to name just one, could you give me uh, your favorite author?
0: Oh, it depends on what mood I'm in.
1: I know, see, it's a hard question.
0: It is a hard question. You know, my comfort read, though, this is a funny answer, but it's Rex Stout. I sit and read um, Nero Wolfe.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, especially the ones set in the 30s and 40s. I just love them.
1: Now, is this something that you've read a number of times you're saying his work
0: yeah i've read um i don't know if i've read every single one of the books because i haven't i don't have a checklist yeah but i've read um a lot of them and and i I, i've read reread particularly the ones in the 30s and 40s Mm. so those are fun and the old mary stewart books are fun to read
1: Uh Aha! you're Um, cheating you're cheating
0: you know (laughs) alistair mclean and then contemporary authors there's just a long list of
1: I know. You know I have,
0: I, I'm afraid to start saying them because I'll
1: leave out a friend and, you know, just by accident,
0: but I have a long list of authors I love.
1: <laughs> well, I'll list some of those on the, um, on, in the show notes for, for, re, er, for listeners. Um, what are you reading right now? I am reading The Memorist by
0: M.J. Rose.
1: Ah, okay.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: That's not, not, Is that her latest book?
0: Yes, it just came out um, in hardcover, and it's uh, a thriller about reincarnation, and, and so it's a great way. I love time travel stuff, so it's, yeah. like, a time, it's like a way to do time travel for me. I'm just, um, I don't know, she's a good writer and also a good friend, and, and it's just a fun book.
1: Well, I would love, I would love to have her on the show, so maybe you can help me out with that. Um, I sure can. Okay. Did you, that just got me to think, did you read The Time Traveler's Wife?
0: Have you read no, that? I I have not read that one. Did you read it? Did
1: you I, like it? I did. I liked it, but it's huge and it's kind of intimidating at first, but um, it was just one of those books that I devoured. It got a little bit slower, you know, towards the end, but I, I just if you like time travel, that's a great book. Oh, okay. Okay, let me get back on track. I wanted to ask you, what has been the best advice you've ever received? And then did you follow it? Oh, there's a
0: phrase, Nora Roberts. So I can fix a bad page but I can't fix a blank one and I do follow that all the oh. time. When I sit here and try to try to think think of a whole page at once in my head and or you know it's so easy to to get caught up in like oh my god it's got to be perfect it's got to be perfect and I just uh, just type. You can fix a bad page but you can't fix a blank one.
1: Isn't that great? That's great advice. And, you know, that, that's great advice for life if you think about sometimes when you have an, a problem or something and you just get so overwhelmed with, you know, the outcome. And if you just kind of keep moving forward step by step, you know, you, you can move Make in different directions, but sometimes you get paralyzed if you don't start moving. So I like that a lot. Um, okay. Well, I really enjoyed your book, and I, I look forward to the next books in the series. Um, is there anything else you'd like to, to share before we go?
0: Oh, I can't think of anything. I'll go back to my um, shoveling and ice storm. (laughs) I really enjoyed talking to you. You've asked some great questions. Caught me off guard there.
1: Oh, Oh, well, thank you. Um, And again, your website, do you want to go ahead and tell the listeners your website address? Sure, it's Carla Neger C-A-R-L-A-N-E-G-G-E-R-S dot com. Thank you, Carla, so much, and I wish you all the very best.
0: Listen- Thank you. It's been great talking with you.
1: You too, listeners. I'll put a link to Carla's wonderful website on wordstomouth.com. dot Again, please feel free to call two zero six three zero nine seven three one eight and share your thoughts on the book and this interview, or any other uh, books that you've read of Carla's. I'm not sure how you got to this interview, but if you subscribe on iTunes, you'll be sure to get Words To Mouth delivered to your computer for free, so you can listen whenever and wherever you'd like. There's a link on my website to make it easy for you. As always, thank you to Natalie Brown for her song, You Gotta Believe from the Podsafe Music Network, and y'all take good care until next time. So I appreciate much. you. I know. i sorry I hit you off guard. I was having some fun with some of the questions. <laughs> no, it was good. No, I like that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't the right word. I did. <laughs> because it, it was fun. Okay. Oh, I like it when I got you. Know, you can get out